Welcome to the power of... The streets are all alike. The buildings are all alike. The businesses all look alike. The reason for this being that most businessmen in this country are playing a game called Follow the Follower. Okay, so let's get into this third episode of Power of Paint. So uh, headlines like crazy this week, pop-up shops, retail. Okay, the theme. I've been told I need to add a theme to this, add some structure to this show because I'm all over the place and that's really where I'm at all the time. So this show is quite a challenge for me, but it's a passion for me. So if you enjoy making money using uh, property and real estate, commercial, residential, military, all this, every property out there has, a, has the potential to be better than 3%, 4%. And that's really where my focus is. So on this episode, the power of paint came from taking um, a residential property doing something unique to it and making a maximum return. Not the kind of person who wants to just, you know, cook some brownies in, in the kitchen and have an open house and sell it. Those are the people who are moving from like one city to another city or they're up, they're, they're uh, moving up into a bigger house or they're downsizing. I'm not talking about those people, okay? All you real estate agents, I'm not gonna run around and start helping you sell your houses by cooking brownies and adding flowers at the front door. What I'm talking about are the house flippers. You buy the house and in the old days, oh. Did I tell you the, the theme of this show? I'm all over the place, and I've been told to add structure and a theme to each episode. Well, the theme to this episode, and probably next, because I'm just overwhelmed, I don't want to go more than 18 minutes, um, is can a park make you money? That's the question. Can a park make you money? Like this park, or this park, or this park? Okay, so the answer is obviously yes. Central Park comes to mind right off the bat. But when you dissect down a little bit, you hear about green belts in master plan communities, and I'm definitely gonna go over some master plan communities. Uh, pocket parks, all right? A golf course is a park. So we already know the park can make you money, but how small do you gotta go to make it a park and still make you money? Because you gotta put the investment into the infrastructure of the park and then, you know, how does that get leveraged up? Amusement parks. Obviously, I'm familiar with amusement parks. So parks can make you money. I want to dissect into that this episode. But before I go any further, I also want to add one residential flip enhanced story each time. I'll probably share a Martin story. If you know who Martin is, you've seen him. We've been on TV together and stuff, and we're business partners. He has, he has a couple of really good stories, but I want to share one of his. Uh, and then next time, I'll share one of mine, the one on the golf course. That is incredible. Uh, and then And then... We'll just take it from there because the real point of the show is residential and I've gotten overwhelmed with commercial. So let me jump into this uh, res uh, commercial. Last episode, I talked about that YSL, East St. Lawrence, is going to double sales from $1.5 billion to $3 billion. And I, I showed some stuff on that. I went back and reread that and, and he was going to open 20 stores over the next three years. And that was part of his strategy, retail, bricks and sticks. When everybody's zigging, you gotta zag. I even said that in the first episode. He's not opening 20 stores. I was way wrong. He's not gonna open 20 stores. He's gonna open 60 stores. I couldn't believe it. I went back and reread it three times. He's opening 20 stores a year. Okay, that's even a bigger bam, bam to this whole uh, retail is dead. Everybody's gonna buy everything on Amazon. No, he knows for a fact that if you see his products, you touch it, you feel it, you see the stitching. 
you may not buy it in the store, but your sales online will be 20% more. Okay, so the statistics are just keep coming in. Scott keeps piling stuff on. I've already given him credit. He's got tons of resources on that. So now, pop-up shops. I love pop-up shops. I've designed little building, little building, little building, even snow cone shops, right? I've done a lot of pop-up shops. I own a mobile hotel. It's a themed hotel. It looks like a castle. I've also designed sports and all sorts of things. Mobile, pop-up. You know, the neat thing about pop-up, it's non-committal. If it doesn't work, you can move on. Well, there's whole companies out there helping people start their stores with pop-up shops. You know what? I, I got so much of this data. If you want anything from episode one, episode two, or episode three, I'll bundle it all up and just make it an email. I'll have the links and stuff. But I, I can't recall the, there's a couple of these pop-ups. Uh, appear here. That's one of them that just comes top of mind. Appear here. I get their emails. And they help you set up a pop-up shop in different areas, in key areas, in London, in Singapore, in, in, in New York, Houston, whatever. And so there's this whole phenomenon of pop-up shops. And so when you think about it, how high can this go? How high can you take a retail uh, pop-up shop? Let me show you the latest pop-up shop. That. That is a pop-up shop on a yacht. This guy, this jeweler, Samir Halima. Sorry if I butchered your name. This dude put his pop-up shop right here. That's, this is insane. Right here, luxury retail experience has become a bit passe. Yeah, because you know, all this luxury retail experiencers, it's a bit passe. But thanks to luxury jeweler, Samir, Sammy, Samer, Samer Halime. I am so sorry, dude. I mean, I love the rhino on the roof. Dude, I'm a huge fan, so I'm sorry I can't pronounce your name. His recently launched Chakra Super Yacht will herald a new level of luxury retail unlike any other. Okay, that's fancy words for pop-up. This is not a permanent installation. This is just for the summer. I think it's for five weeks. I'll put a link to this article. It's taking pop-up shops to a whole new level. We have left the flea market, you know, the, the beginning. The lemonade stand, pop-up shop. So we all uh, we all understand what it is. I mean, um, Carl Lagerfeld does the uh, Chanel, and they have the Chanel last year uh, poolside in France. I'll see if I can find that article too. So everybody knows you have to have that touch point with people in the real world. I feel like I've blown through my 18 minutes. I do want to announce something. I have already started lining up interviews. We're going to do a podcast. So you guys want to get your retail, uh, commercial, residential conversation going early. I want to make it on Mondays also, maybe Tuesdays. But it'll be about a 45 to 50 minute conversation with uh, like the owners of Ditch Witch or the builders of the Levy Park offices of James Burnett, OJB. So I'm lining up the uh, interviews right now, different, different, different uh, industries and how they took res uh, real estate, how they took design and maximized it for, for their own pocket, but for their, uh, for their return on investment. So let's talk about parks. We know that parks will make you money, right? You got Central Park, you got golf courses, but how tiny can you go? Well, you don't want to put a mini golf course, a little putt-putt, a little nine-hole putt-putt. That just won't work. It'll have the wrong effect, but look at what Ditch Wish did. Okay, so now they are on a major road, and I, I dropped in there this week just to, uh, to, to experience the property firsthand. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. So I went in here. I really don't know how they sell anything. Uh, salesmanship was uh, not, not at the 10. They weren't at the 10 level but the reception was amazing. She told me that I took the job here two years ago. This property, this whole property has been here uh, two years. And I got to watch it develop and everything. I didn't know what it was gonna be. Yeah, I mean, it's got, it's got a fountain in the middle and a lot of tractors around it. It gets your attention, but it's a park. 
And it's such a good park, that's how they hired a person. She made her decision to work there because it looked so pretty. Who doesn't want to be in the best surroundings? You know, that's retirement, right? Doing what you want to do in the environment you want to do it with the people you want to do it with. So you're setting up right off the bat your workplace. I mean, you look at Google campuses and they're all these whimsical fun stuff, but they're, their people are in you know 20s and 30s and that's almost like living inside a pinball machine when you look at some of the Oakley campuses and stuff like that but then you come to this and this lady loved this entire property I think it's incredible it's a park why wouldn't you want to buy your ditch witch here okay so uh, I look forward to uh, interviewing the owner of this whole place and asking how did he get from where he was to owning a small miniature park you know it may be a trophy piece that's another thing some people develop these like you know giant circle huge headquarters okay I'm talking about Apple and it's a trophy well that's because he's a champion that's why we have Super Bowl rings that's why we have trophies you know in the Super Bowl the NBA everybody gets a trophy well in a business a lot of times real estate is a trophy um, I'm gonna have to stop it there because I want to start talking about Levy Park and I'm actually gonna go down there and film the next episode it's a phenomenal new park it features all the new uh, elements of urban uh, connection points basically how do you play they've got the faux grass they've got the sliding uh, concrete polish sliding but they actually have book carts who thinks real estate and adding book carts these guys do OJB does and I really hope to have him on the podcast so be watching for that that's gonna be weekly also my commitment is already maxed out I hope you're enjoying this and I'm going to share one real estate story this is a Martin story so Martin he buys a property and he knows what he's going to do with it before he writes the check. So you look at 100 properties, you might look at 200, but when you see the one you want, you know what you're going to do with it. Now, granted, he's a trained architect, he knows exactly how to do things. He knows how to move beams and transfer the weight load and, you know, redistribute, open up. He knows this. So, sorry guys, he's, he's like a major pro and you might not be. Well, that's why we get called and get hired. So I'm going to brag on my boy, Martin, right now. He had these townhomes down by uh, the old uh, Astro World. Astro, uh, the Astrodome's down there, Reliant Park, it's down there. So he has these townhomes, and the day he bought it, he knew what he was gonna do. You'd walk into this place, and it'd be a two-bedroom. I don't really mean square footage, and they were, they were townhomes, okay? So, I don't know, let's just go with easy number, 60K. So he'd buy one for 60,000, but when he'd go in, he'd see this massive two-story vaulted ceiling. You go up the stairs to the right, and then you'd have kind of an open loft room and a bedroom kind of like a game room or a loft or whatever and then you'd have a bedroom with a bath and it would be a public bath so the bathroom could use it the game room could use it whatever downstairs you'd have a master living room kitchen he immediately took 12 feet of that two-story loft and made a third bedroom it still had a two-story uh, feel it still had the grandeur of opening because you know they're all the same but he would go in and add 12 more feet the entire width of the townhome adding a third bedroom now you know that's amazing and incredible because it's already been built and it's already got a roof on it and windows and air conditioning and what's that do to the tax records because the taxes have already been like it's uh, 800 square feet well now it's a thousand square feet whatever the square footage is that was one of the most insightful things now he did this multiple times and he could sell that bad boy for 80 or 90k you know you have 10,000 in development so you buy it for 60 put 10,000 in doing that build out and sell it for 90 bam 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 the dude made money that's my boy Martin so I'm very very proud of him and even to this day when he buys a property he knows what he's going to do to it the day he buys it uh, mow it I'm going to mow it and then I'm going to rip out all the formica and put Corian Corian countertop you know that used to do it it doesn't do it anymore so we'll talk about some more on the next episode of the power